What's going on, everybody? And welcome to another episode of Carbonite Bounty BS with me and the nerds. How's everyone Yay! doing? Yeah, we're, we're right. live now. I got the notification. Thank you for dragging me right like, as yeah. the episodes. I, I, as we say weekly, the the modern marvels of live TV, right? The modern right. marvels, guys. But uh, yeah, man, welcome to our finale of, as we see, Kenobi. So we've got our final episode there. I mean, wow, what a lot, a lot of stuff, man, and um, shocking revelations as we've seen. So before we dive into that, let's let our guy DP let you uh, know where to find us at. Nerdsycopedia.com. People, make sure that you're going on to our website. Visit all your social media platforms on there, Facebook, Twitter, and also Instagram at Nerdcyclopedia. Um, if you are watching us on YouTube, thank you. Make sure that you are hitting that subscribe button, hitting that notification button. So anytime that we're on, you know that we're on. Make sure that you also share. Share us with your friends if you love us. If you like what we're presenting to you as far as the content and also like, you know, the spit takes and everything and also the other takes and stuff. Um, make sure that if you are watching us on Facebook, um, you are also sharing there and also going to our Facebook group, Carbonite Bounty BS, a Star Wars group. You get all your favorite movie, you know, memes on there and all your favorite, you know, content, and, you know, um, inter interaction and stuff. So we love interaction, um, interacting with you also on there. Um, also, leave us some feedback. Nurse at NurseEcopedia.com. We love getting your feedback and also love spitting it back to you. Um, watching us. Oh, I'm sorry. Listening to us on podcasts. We are on Spotify, Google, um, Tune in, iHeartRadio, Stitcher, anywhere that you listen to your favorite podcast, we are there. And I would be remiss to not sh to, to, to shout out you know, MCFS is a thing. <laughs> we got our we got our show going on right now called The Boys every yeah. Monday night, 10 o'clock. You know, and they got some really crazy stuff coming up this week, I hear. So make sure you guys tune in to get our reaction to the boys. All right, as we get our boys onto the subjects. Bam. <laughs> oh yeah. <laughs> Appreciate it, DP, and and what a way to lead into everything. I mean, you know, we just finished up Kenobi, uh, a six-episode run that, um, you know, man, where was this at, I would say, from, you know, episodes four and five, but wow, what a way to end it. I mean, mm -hmm. arguably, and this is controversially, this will be my first point of night, I mean, the greatest lightsaber duel, you know, mm -hmm. I've seen, mm -hmm. arguably. So, I mean, I'm sitting there like, wow, the fight, the scenes, I mean, this is... I wouldn't say full-powered Vader, but this is a stronger Vader than we've seen and a stronger Kenobi that we've seen. I mean, this is arguably the two strongest Jedis we saw battle live, you know, on live TV or any kind of medium. So great to see on my points. I mean, the interaction, like, I, I was literally, I was speechless. I think it was like 54 minutes, so it was a lot. Um, you guys can get in your pieces, but I, I'm, I guess they tied it together when they talked about the foreshadowing of if you need old man, you know, Obi-Wan. And I guess they tied it to four, so we might not get a season two. I'd like to see it. Um, but, I mean, they kind of did the whole finale thing of wrapping it up if they were to wrap it up. So I, I understood that. Uh, Deborah Child did a good job. I think she did all six episodes. So she did a great job with this whole series. Um, little lulls in it, but overall, I was so excited. And this episode itself, as we dive into it after we get everybody's initial reaction, man, that's all I was speechless. Like, to see that duel and to see what happened as we get into that, like, oh, my gosh. You know, Rebels-esque, that slice. So, I mean, wow. What about you, Mr. Owen? So, okay. I gotta I gotta start with the with the end with the end. So, the 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 the, the relationship between Obi Wan and Leia, and then <laughs> Obi Wan meeting Luke. I mean, those two scenes were so impactful for me as a super fan. Just just going by what I'm seeing, um, really love that relationship grow between obi-wan and leia because they know it's very strong mm -hmm. and and ben kenobi meets luke for the first time with the t-16 skyhopper model in his hand that we see luke playing with in a new hope i mean that to me is a is a is a connection that really brought everything together for me the battle between anakin and and Kenobi, I mean that was legit. Like, oh wow, yeah. And Kenobi brought the the rock attack. I mean, come on, yeah. Took him down, 
it was yeah. it was nice to see it it turn the table that way. But then the 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 conversation that they had after his helmet was sliced open, the conversation they had was very almost it got back to that sort of master Padawan relationship. Right. You know, they were both trying each other out. Like, what are you gonna say? What are you gonna say? You know, like who how does this work? Do you do you speak first? Do you speak first? You know, the 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 kind of yeah. thing that they're trying to work in the in the uh you know between uh Kylo Ren and uh Poe Dameron. You know, there was this whole sort of like right. I respect you, but come on, give me something. Um, And so a Jedi Knight buried under rock escapes. That, that to me, I've never even dreamed of or thought of. That was great. I mean, that made Obi-Wan Kenobi probably the most powerful Jedi in, in, in the entire universe for me. But overall, this episode to me was a Ken out of Ken. I would I don't see any faults with it. I think it brought Star Wars back to where it should be. Um, the universe is aligned, the music, the soundtrack, Obi-Wan talking to Leia, and we hear the the theme, Leia, Princess Leia's theme brought in as he's talking to her. He gives her a holster with no blaster, and she's wearing it. Open carry, very very legit for a 10-year-old. I like it. Um so many things going on here that they really just hit it out of the park as far as i'm concerned i mean this episode was a great finale season finale not series finale hope i hope i bought you hitch i hope yeah (laughs) so this series accomplished a lot of stuff i really liked and and i and it's set up in a way that they could stop making these if you know for some reason they ever needed to quit printing money um, but there's also no reason for them to stop making these since they probably would like to keep printing money. So my, my sincere hope is that they think about that <laughs> and they make a lot more content in this vein with these characters interacting in these ways. I really, really enjoy, uh, I enjoy the way they brought, you know, Owen Lars even full circle in this. Yeah. I mean, that, that's a, that's a, a lot of attention to detail. So I guess for me, it's like the divide between the stuff that is legacy, right? All that stuff is great. Everything that is like Spirit of 77, like I like I keep talking about, is excellent. I think that, you know, the motive a lot of motivations are tied up. I think a lot of, you know, long-term fan questions like is Darth, is he spitting that at him? Is he think it's his first name? Is it a mistake when he says that in the new hope? Yeah, that was like nope, it's not. <laughs> it's legit a, a dig. Yeah. Uh, like it sounds. So yeah. You know, to that extent, I thought all of that was excellent. And, you know, what could you ask for more beyond that exchange where he says, you didn't kill Anakin Skywalker, I did. What a chilling, incredible friggin' moment on par for me with, um, you know, Luke's X-Wing appearing out of nowhere in The Mandalorian. Right. Um, And for it to also be the introduction of this of this new iteration of the Leia character that I I really, I just really like it. I I don't know how else to say that. Like, if, if there's... You know, if you could, if nobody else could be Leia but Carrie Fisher, right? They found a way to cheat that because Carrie Fisher didn't play her until she was an adult. And I think that this really works. Again, the actress is incredible. All the scenes with her were good. They had an excellent pathos. And I just have a soft spot for this relationship between Kenobi and, and Leia, I guess. It just is what it is. So for me, I mean, you know, all of that is excellent and I loved it. So what didn't I like? Well, that's a good question. And and I and I think that for some reason the Reva stuff doesn't I mean it doesn't pan out all the way for me. It doesn't it doesn't land with the sort of right emotional heft. And I and I think we come back to the same, you know, problem that we experienced with this character earlier in the series, which is why is she so like evil? Like what's uh, you know what I mean? And and getting stabbed by <clears throat> an authority figure, okay, sure. Like I get that that you know, the sense of betrayal and stuff. But what something else had to have happened to kind of radicalize her, you know, re-radicalize her against the Jedi or something like that. Yeah. And, you know, it's good that she gets a little bit of redemption here and, and chooses freedom. Um, but I wish they hadn't chosen to leave her such a cipher um, right. where, you know, you're allowed to project your own sort of ideas about what she what her motivations are. Uh, I wish they would have filled that in more. And I think that would have made that, you know. I think that would have made that character arc more fulfilling for me in this in this in this story. Uh, to be clear, I do think the performance is good, 
And I think that if they'd filled in some of that information for me and I understood exactly what she was trying to do the whole time, instead of trying to retrofit that she was actually going to kill Vader at the end, which didn't, I don't know. It just didn't seem like something that would make sense. You know what I mean? I, it, like, why wouldn't, why would she have waited till now to do it? You know, why not while he's in the back to tank or something? Like, why let him get in the suit? You know, that they, so I, that, again, yeah. I, I need more information about that character, but I would want to see more information about that character. If they put that in a, in like an anime short or they decided to do a one-off in any, some sort of like um, anthology series, or if they just continue yeah. to be involved with this group of characters, I'd be fine with that. But if there was anything about this that was disappointing, it was that, uh, but I don't want to get that, like to lose that in, in the sea of what I think is ex extremely excellent, excellent, excellent Star Wars TV and and I may agree with you, team. It's just one of the just a really great lightsaber fight. Just really right. awesome. Yeah. yeah. What about you, DP? Um, yeah, it was a really it was a good episode. It was a really good episode. Um, I think my patience is 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 to the point where I'm ready to get on to uh, to like the um the the newer the the more newer characters instead of the legacy stuff. You know, the legacy stuff is fine to a degree, but I'm just now coming on board with like you know. A lot of a lot of this newer stuff from the Clone Wars and Bad Batch and like you know Rebels and everything. I'm loving those characters a whole ton more than than like you guys are like you know the the the, the you love like your legacy characters, which I can appreciate. Um, you know Obi Wan, he's okay to me. Um, I thought the lightsaber battle, of course, that was a highlighted episode um, to the point where I got I was getting sort of upset that we had to intercut it with the B plot of, you know, Reba going to like, you know, yeah. Tatooine and doing all her stuff, you know, um, eh, you know, they, they could have, they could have done a better job. I mean, how are you going to interrupt such a great lightsaber battle with that, <laughs> you know, and just yeah. keep going back and forth, just cut it. If, if you're going to make it epic, this is, this is Darth Vader versus yeah. Obi-Wan. You cannot cut that, you know, for, for the B plot. <laughs> That is just, you know, it's sort of like sacrilegious to a way if you're going to have Vader in this thing as much as you had him in, you know. Um, so I thought the the whole lifting of the, the the boulders was just like excellent. It reminded me of like, you know, um, Night King on like um, Game of Thrones when he was lifting up all the soldier, you know, all his dead soldiers and everything. That was just like, you know, some classic stuff. Um yeah, everything you know with Darth Vader and um Obi and you know Anakin, you know I I love, just like you know still Hitch you know was saying the Reva stuff, they they could have just left. They could the the problem to me was that from the start I think she was a bad villain. Period. She 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 didn't really make that believable to me as far as her villainy. Um, you know, with 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 that character, if they had made her redemption, you could see redemption just coming from a mile away. You know, it's trophy is is what it was. You know, as much as it was from um from from when she got taken through like Order sixty six and everything and got changed, you saw her redemption coming. You know, towards this end and stuff. So it was, it was like okay, we we saw that coming. Um, if they had moved that back further towards maybe like the first or second episode, and then. She became a likable character because I liked her at the end. I didn't like her throughout the whole series, you know, until the very end where she actually had emotion and you can, you know, sort of like feel something for her, you know. I want that character versus the the villain, you know, villainous, you know, that we've seen throughout like this whole series. It just made her um, her motivations and her um, tone and her attitude just like, OK, you go from being just angry, angry, you know, to this and you just can't do it, you know, at the end. I don't know about that. That's not a that's yeah. not a great feeling to me, you know. Yeah. Um, so, I mean, other than that, you know, um, they could have left all that stuff out and just pared it down to just focus on Vader and Obi Wan. You know, Leia stuff is excellent. The the Luke Skywalker stuff is decent. You know, I can see these two. You know, <clears throat> they sort of have marks on their backs because now they're going to be known for Leia and Luke Skywalker. So I can see at any point in time. You know, if they if they continue to act and grow older and actually be halfway decent actors and actresses, these are going to be our new leg, you know, um, Leia and Luke, you know, so they could, yeah. especially with Leia, they could definitely go that route if she just keeps up because this, yeah. she has talent, you know. So you've seen talent. that at a young age with, uh, what was that, Millie Bobby Brown, as she progressed mm -hmm. through the Stranger <laughs> yeah. Things seasons? Yeah, yeah. This yeah. girl yeah. can ride that, that part. Too. 
Yeah, she's yeah. That, everything. This but, girl has that same kind of acting ability yeah, she, to grow into that part. Yep, yep. She she could definitely do it. But um, overall, I thought the episode was good. You know, like I said, um, I'm, I'm not in, as enthused about it as I think you guys are. But uh, I love like the lightsaber battle. I thought that was just excellent. I thought they, I just thought they they could have made it more epic by not including any of the B plot stuff. Yeah. And, you know, I definitely second second that. But uh, as we jump into uh, we'll just jump into our topics as usual. Um, I want to touch back with headset and that Revis stuff, because that seems to be like and I said in in our group chat, obviously offline, that I thought this was a nine point eight. And that was like the point, too. Revis wasn't a bad character, but you guys said it like the whole even the Inquisitors. I mean, we see him for a second. We didn't even see the other two. They're not dead. So like. It's almost like save that, and then we'll get to this later in the show. But they, I mean, they were an up, afterthought. They this just sets like up for yeah, in, this sets, yeah. So this sets up for a Vader series. You cannot now have a Vader show and talk about the M and the Inquisitors or doing other things because they were, if not, like they, there was no payoff for the Grand Inquisitor. There was no payoff for the other two. I mean, the brother or the other sister. Like, and then you know we talked about it. So now Reva. Is she going to have her own series? Is she, I mean, I would love to see her get one of those lightsabers, you know, those Jedi lightsabers. She's basically been reformed, right? So I thought the payoff would have been of him handing her a lightsaber or picking up a light colored lightsaber or something, because I essentially seeing her taking over, um, what was that, Tara? What was her character's name? Tara, Who got shot yeah. in the head? Tara, yeah, she can be more somebody seeking out Jedi. And that kind of underground network type feel. So I can see her. They they wait until the last episode to make her interesting. Right? Mm -hmm. That's why I was just like, so yeah, Hit said it. That was like the big kind of, eh, her force powers. like. So eh. what would they do? What would they do? Obi-Wan meets up with Qui-Gon. Qui-Gon continues his training. Qui-Gon's like. That's like a big giant plot hole, by the way, because that wasn't supposed to happen. That was like a Disney check cash. Just have Liam Neeson in the, in the show yeah. for the last five seconds. Cannon, it, Cannon says that Obi Qui Gon never finished that training, so he technically wasn't supposed George to see Lucas him. But I was, I I beg to differ because we know there's nothing more canon than what's actually on the screen. Right, so, that's that's it. That's reality. So, so, so for Obi Wan to continue his training, he has to take a Padawan. What a what a perfect fit. Like he's already bonded with her. He can yeah. he can pull her up. He's I mean and you know okay so Kenobi kind of failed with Anakin maybe 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 not Anakin said it Darth said it you didn't kill him I did right. you know I killed mm-hmm. I killed the good in me yeah. which had a whole like I watched this episode a couple times and I thought is he like schizophrenic is there like a multi personality going on here what's what's happening right. but then I get it because. Anakin killed or Darth killed the what he felt was the weakness in his personality. He right. did it. Obi-Wan didn't have anything to do with it, which, which takes more which makes takes more yeah, which makes more sense, but it also takes power away from Kenobi because yeah, Obi-Wan right. thinks he caused this. Right. And and Darth Vader saying, No, you didn't. You had nothing to do with this. I did. So it, well, it takes yeah. more power away from him. Well, Ken, I, I kind of think that powers him up more because I think that's his last burden. You know, we talk about his girlfriend dies. Exactly. Everything is went wrong in his life, right? Yeah. And then yeah. Anakin is that last piece. And now that he knows that he didn't cause this, that's the last weight off of him. You know, maybe that's why he sees Qui-Gon now because all this burden he suffered Darth. is now and, gone. And he says, okay, goodbye, Darth. Like right. he calls him by his name. I that mean, was like that the was, ultimate dig, as Hit said. That was kind of funny. Like when he said that, like, Darth, know, was, it, was it a dig or was it just I like it was? It, yeah. it was a reality check. It was like, okay, you want to take okay. on this persona, then yeah. that's who you are. Yeah, you're right. no longer Anakin. You're Darth. Yeah, he he let go. You know, um, I mean, he realized by Anakin saying that, you know, that that that's that's the end. That's the end. I mean, it makes a lot more sense when we read the comics and all that stuff, why Darth is, you know, how he is. Because that was my big question. How is Anakin going to be this type of, you know, person and then go to be such a cold-blooded killer, you know, as Darth Vader and everything? You know, he killed him. He, in mm-hmm. effect, killed the soul of Anakin, you know. um, He still retains, like, the memories and stuff. And then by the time we see him in, like, you know, return, um, 
um, Empire Strikes Back, no, Return of the Jedi, you know, he gets this one last bit of, you know, soul in him to, uh, to, 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 when he sees his son Luke, um, and, you know, they get, he sort of gets redeemed a bit at that point, you know, so that's his last little bit, because otherwise, throughout his whole, like, career as Darth Vader, he's just cold, 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 you know, and mm -hmm. um, the, Luke is like his only, like, you know, tether to, you know, to to that reality of what he was before before he became Darth and everything. So it makes a lot more sense in my eyes, you know, when we, you know, you know go over this content, read the comics and, you know, look at this and see how bad um, and see how the, the, the reasons why Darth is how he is. Mm -hmm. And let's not forget the scene with Vader and the Emperor, because I would dying for that this, yeah. for the past five months the five weeks that we've been watching this i'm like where's the emperor where where he at well there he is yeah. and vader sitting on the throne on mustafar all healed up overnight in a back of tank new armor got the techs in there fixed the helmet fixed the respirator and oh wait so during the fight between obi-wan and vader how about Obi-Wan using the force to destroy all the electronics, like all the yeah. tech. Like that was wow. Yeah. Like he, it, it, he even the audio, like you can it. hear, yeah, you can hear like him like gasping like his breath. I mean, the detail that was like, yeah, that, that's top so notch. Yeah, with, with the count going back and forth, because they had a combination of James Earl Jones voice with Anakin. Right. Anakin <clears> with like, Hayden Christensen, yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Christensen and everything. That was that was decent. I, I like that. Yeah. Yeah, no. like if they use the vocoder or something at the end where he's screaming, Kenobi, it's yeah. both James Earl Jones and Hayden Christensen, like mm -hmm. together, both yeah. voices. Yeah, they're yeah. very cool. But that scene with the Emperor and the Emperor's like testing him again, like so he did that. What he did that with Kylo. I mean, that's like the whole loophole in yeah. the set. Is it you know that you have an ex boyfriend? And you can't be in a relationship with me and be going for your ex-boyfriend at the same time. You have to forget about that. <laughs> no, no, that, no, that guy doesn't mean anything to me. Don't worry about it. I wouldn't, you know, ignore the priorities of the Empire to, to yeah. see this person one more time, one more desperate time. I, 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 I got this big vibe out of that. That's like, you know, you can't, you, you can't hold on to your, you know, the, the person who's wounded you before. You have to move on. That's what the, the Emperor doesn't want Vader, like, pulling that thread because if vader goes looking for obi-wan who's vader gonna find luke mm, and when vader finds luke vader's gonna team up yeah. with luke and turn on the emperor yeah yeah which so, you know, know, yeah. i could see it for serious but you know the emperor would foresee Correct. that if he goes after kenobi it's gonna lead to probably the the, um, the end of the empire so he's gonna get on there and be like you shouldn't do that that guy messed with your mind for years he didn't treat you right yeah Keep in mind though, too, he just watched him basically whoop his ass. So like, he's like, "Yo, like, yeah. leave him be." Like, you have you learned your lesson? He kept asking him, like, this "Oh for two, you know? oh for two, yeah. and this time right. not the technicality. Yeah. This Are was not an injury." Feeling so right about this? He yeah, he, he, yeah. Like, are you sure? Like, that's he basically tells him, like, "Leave the dude alone before you're dead." Right. <laughs> like, you know, is this attachment over with? Like, have you learned? You know. So I, I, I did like the McDermott. I did like we got the Emperor. So many things, you know, this like full circle with this episode. It just, I know we would discuss it so much, but it just makes it different. Like it makes episode four and five almost like killer episodes. And with six, as we said, like, did we need it? You know, like, how do you go from one and two to the six? And then like, you know, three was all right. But like, you know what I mean? Like that four and five, this was so climatic. Like to, I could have just. I mean, I, could, I, I wanted this all six. If we were going to get six, as you said, DP, why can't all six be like this? Yeah, yeah, and, and like I said, the 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 whole rebel plot, B plot, and everything, they could have excised that and just made this whole thing about Luke, Leia. Um, I'm sorry, the um, Obi Wan, Darth, um, Luke. I'm sorry, not Luke, but Leia. You know, just yeah. just make it about them. You know, and just the the whole that whole B plot was just unnecessary. It created. This is seems when you have too many characters and not enough episodes to 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 um yeah. let them breathe. But was it unnecessary? I mean, I, I don't think see anything had It's engagement. You have to have something like your new audiences to sort of 
attracted to. So you've got people that maybe don't know these characters. Maybe they just stumbled upon this show and they're watching it. I think she was a character that would be relatable. I mean, you could understand what she was trying to trying to do. So you talking about the character that's your way in, to, you know, to like, you know, this new character, that's the way in. Yeah, I, I can agree with that, but I think they did it poorly. They might not have hit it out of the park with her. I think I, I still don't know why they they opened it up where she was so angry at, at Ben. Like, why? Why? What? Where, where was the anger? But then if you look at it, OK, so Anakin uh, barged into the temple, killed all her friends, left her for dead. And Kenobi was supposed to be protecting them at the time. That's the only protector she knew of. Where was he at? Like, that's what I felt was why she was so angry at him because she left him or she left her or but he left her. The bad part about that is that's called <clears throat> headcanon. When you have to make up, you know, reasons for your characters to, to make sense and everything, that's 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 the intent. I mean, that's the that's bad writing. You know, yeah. you shouldn't have to create scenarios in here. OK, this is the reason why I think this character is happening and needs to be put on screen and explained to you. You know, in order to for you to be further engaged. Now, if that's the way you engage with it, that's fine. I mean, you have a right to, you know, however you want to watch the show, and that that's fine. But to me, you know, if I have to create reasons why this character is being motivated to do certain things and stuff, I think mm -hmm. that's 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 poor writing. So think about the first time. Well, for me, when I watched uh, episode four for the first time, when that opening scene happened. You didn't know who the good and the bad was. You didn't know maybe the, the great big ship that sucked up the little ship. Maybe they were the good guys. You didn't know. You immediately started to make up stories and reasons why, you know, maybe maybe this 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 character in the in the black suit and these white armored troopers, maybe they're the good guys. I mean, honestly, you kind of felt that. You didn't know okay, exactly okay, so who you bring the up, aggressor was. You bring up a really good point. Now, are you coming at this from an adult perspective or from at the time where you saw it when it I, initially when when an immature kid perspective? Okay, as as you can be forgiven. As possible. You can be forgiven. You're supposed to make up stories. Exactly, you know, that and that's what this is all geared toward. This uh, is all. Yeah. This is all for. Entertainment and kids. I know. Here's what's different in your in your scenario. <clears throat> like you're right that we don't know who's good and who's bad. But I at no point like don't understand what both groups are trying to do. Like what what do they want, right? And I think for Riva, like the the problem with me with this character is what she wanted seemed to change a lot, and it seemed like maybe the series itself wasn't sure exactly what she wanted. It seemed like, you know, is she is she trying to survive at all costs? Does she think the only way she could survive is if she kills Vader? Is she trying to be the grand inquisitor? Is that real? Is this is this all a plan B? So you're you know, saying she had too many she had too many uh plot lines. It seemed yeah. like because we didn't know for sure and it really wasn't revealed to us what she was trying to do the whole time when she said, "Oh, I'm trying to do this." It just seemed like it could have been anything. Right. So I wanted them to be a little bit more explicit in saying like, oh, she got picked up by the Inquisitors and they kept her because of, you know, X, Y or Z. Yeah. And that caused she didn't want to do it or whatever. And now she has to even something simple like that would have been fine <coughs> because the way it is, it just seemed like, you know, oh, I thought she, you know, she was first. It seemed like she was just being evil to be evil. And then it seemed like she had a vendetta against Kenobi. And then she had a vendetta against Vader. And then she's going to go kill this kid. Like, because the information she has isn't this is Vader's could be and then she couldn't yeah. do it anyway. So it was a, so like she yeah. didn't actually want to kill him. So like it's for that character to end to end that place, it feels more frustrating for them not to not to it commit child murder. <laughs> like, why there wasn't enough child murder in this episode? You know what I mean? Like you find yourself done really fast. Her redemption happened too quickly. Like what she redeemed was she secretly trying to kill Vader the whole time, right? And if yeah. that's the case, is she that bad? If she's really just trying to murder the person who's right. in the galaxy, essentially, she's, she's trying to murder that person's son. Yeah, that's, stupid. that's indirect, right? That doesn't make as much sense as as her going after Vader, Vader, because when they say the Lars name, she remembers it from that interaction she had with him on Tatooine. Mm -hmm. But 
But, but is she going to get the kid and bring him back to Vader? Because that's what she was doing with Leia. She was bringing the kid to Vader to press on Bail Organa, right? To put pressure on Bail. But Owen doesn't have anything to get. You can't get anything out of him. He doesn't have anything. He doesn't. He has. He's a dirt farmer. You know what I mean? So, I, like, why was she going there in the first place? I know it was to kill him, but why was she going to kill this kid for no reason other than a name got named, right? Yeah, yeah. I, and I don't yeah. think she wanted to kill him. I think she was going to take him to Vader to get back in, you know, back. But that doesn't make any sense. That doesn't make any sense because she wants to kill Vader. She really hates Vader. She wants to, because mm -hmm. the thing she was seeing in her head was herself getting stabbed by Vader. So th this is the problem with me is that there's a motivation disconnect or I'm just not getting it. Like th that's very right. possible, guys. Then maybe I'm just not getting oh, yeah, it. I mean, you're, you're, you're exactly right because I was really muddled on her reasoning and motivations and going to Tatooine and trying to get, um, you know, Skywalker. I mean, that just, it was muddled to me, you know, Um and like I said before, I mean, I don't like to make up reasons as to why, but it needs to be stated to me more clearly as to, to why she was doing this. Far and beyond that, I mean, it's still a, you know, it's, it's still a solid, still a solid episode. Yeah, I mean, great. I don't want to get bogged down in that being the one. No. Right, like, right, right, right. It's still exactly a solid different. episode. Yeah. It made the, 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 the frustrating thing is it made me actually care about this character in the end. I'm like, okay, I want to see a little bit more now. You know, but uh, it's well, just one more episode. I mean, that's the last yeah. thing. So, yeah. um, but I mean, everything else was like, you know, pretty much on point. You know, as Ken pointed out, you know, the interaction with um, Obi, Obi-Wan and, you know, um, Lay at the end, that was just, you know, excellent. You know, um, you know, have presented like, you know, your callbacks, Qui-Gon Jinn just showing up. <laughs> yeah. He's in this one too. <laughs> I mean, I... I I, I, is, that a, is that an Easter egg for Taken Five? You know, we have another <laughs> Taken coming out here. Easter egg. Listen to me. Yeah. I got an interesting set of skills. You're going to be taken. <laughs> You're going to be taken by this droid. <laughs> to, to He's like, come on, let's go. You know, I was like, okay. How much are going to take? You know, the episode ended about five times. You know, right? Yeah. <laughs> they could actually cut it at the um the Dark Vader and on the throne scene and everything, but you oh, know, no, 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 they, yeah, they, you wouldn't want to do that. <laughs> they they kept it going and everything. Then we get the final with, with Qui Gon and stuff, and then they had another scene with them just walking out in the distance and everything. I'm like, okay. <laughs> yeah. So he's not going to just hang out on Tatooine now. But Luke still knows who he is, and he lives there, and he's there by the time he needs to be. So you know, I, all right. I mean, it leaves it leaves it leaves room, you know. And we talked about it. All these different characters. We have Leia now. We have Reva that she can do a show. I mean, she can be the new uh, Tara. You know, she can you know join up with um, Kenobi. I mean. Yeah, they, they, there's there's room now. There's character development. There's stories we can go with. We still have the Inquisitors. They can do maybe a Sith story finally, you know, or whatever, a dark side user if they're not really Sith. We can do the Vader series. I mean, there's so many ways that this is just like the Mandalorian almost. It's like the pilot for this other universe. But um, it's weird yeah. because I know that uh, Filoni and them have said they, they're staying away from this kind of these stories in the future. So I don't know how this will all pan out because they just recently said that they kind of want to leave this this era alone and and go to the Mandalorian or back to the High Republic. I, I yeah. think it's a high time they leave this era. I mean, you could tell the it stories in books or like, you know, novels and stuff, yeah. but you don't need another series. And I also think that if they're going to do Vader again, they better do him as a movie. Don't do him as a series. The, the Vader is Vader is high class epic stuff. You know, you want to put that in a movie big screen type form. I don't want to mm. see Vader again on a small screen. I don't. No. Don't you know? He needs to be up in the um up in the. He's an upper echelon's character. He's one of like the top five villains of all time and everything. So kind of like Han Solo. Yeah, he he is the top. I mean, I don't. I think if you asked anybody who the who they think the number one movie villain is, I mean, Vader's coming up. Okay, movie. over and over again. I was saying movie villain. I would I would give Doctor Doom a one A. Personally, Dr. my favorite Doom. movie. Movie was trash. Oh, yeah. oh my god! It's, it's movie. Talking about real life. Uh, Save this clip. You know, not, movie. not not the movie. I'm talking about as far as movie villains. Not that movie. Come on now. No, Chris Hem uh, 
I'm talking about villains, not the movies. <laughs> you gotta, you gotta oh. put Joker in there somewhere, man. All time All right, he's talking he's Doctor like, Doom. Doctor Doom like, himself is fun. Mm, I, have, I, have no, I have no problem. But with yeah, I, I can agree. Villain. Darth Vader is probably like number one. You know, um, Joker somewhere. You know, probably like you know on his on his back. But anyway, the only problem with putting Vader in in a series is that like like Vader's objective is usually to kill everyone in the series. So if you interject Vader into the story. You have two options. One is like a, a rogue one ending, which can work out. And two is he gets, he ends, he ends in a very frustrated position, right? Right. So someone getting away. Right. That's yeah, it. Right? He has that. to let someone go or something or yeah. make a mistake or like but, something stupid for some reason. Vader really doesn't want to kill everybody. He wants to kill one single person. His anger is focused entirely on one person. So right now it's Kenobi, like right. at the end of this, his anger is focused on Kenobi. Now he will destroy anyone that comes between him and that objective, but he doesn't care about the rebellion. He really doesn't. He really doesn't. He really doesn't care about any of that. Even if we go to a new hope, we'll fast forward a little bit. Death Star, him and Tarkin had completely different object motivations. Tarkin wanted to increase the Empire's reign. Vader wanted to destroy Kenobi. I mean, even at that point, even after he sensed him, that was it. Focused on one person. Vader didn't care about the politics. <laughs> Not at all. He was completely, it was personal. It was yeah. absolutely personal. And that's his downfall, is he let that personal vendetta, oak, cloud, everything else, the emperor tried to rein it back, and that's what that conversation at the end of this episode was so intriguing because we saw that relationship build those little those little threads of you know bond, the bond kind of you know the emperor's like are you sure like he's questioning him are you sure your your motivation is in the right place yeah. and he's like absolutely yeah, yeah, yeah. Well, I mean, yeah. You, you know, the the emperor has like you know a microphone, like Bluetooth, all over the whole universe. So he Everywhere. actually, he's he has cameras. He has a drone. He sees everything. So I mean, like, think about it. You have your 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 Padawan, you know, your Sith apprentice, calling his own his ex master master still. So that's why he's mm -hmm. asked him like, or who's the master here? Like, you just called him your master. Or am I your master? Mm -hmm. So there, it's funny good, because he said call out. Yeah, he says you. He says he killed him, but he really didn't because he still looks up to him. So it's that mm -hmm. internal conflict. And then, as I said, the payoff with Obi Wan is he knows that he didn't kill him, so that's off his back. Well, when Vader essentially kills Obi Wan in four, or he thinks that he kills him, that's weighed off his back. So then there's nothing left in him, right? He's not. He's not complete anymore. So when he finds out he has a child, that yeah. opens the light side back up, right? Yep. So it's that whole so, finality. Yep. All yeah. along, he doesn't care about the politics. He doesn't care about the empire and the rebellion and the outer rim and all this crap. All he cares about is the next single person that he can direct his entire anger, anger element yeah. toward. Yeah. And what's the next thing? His son. Because now the emperor has built in him this idea that his son is going to take his place at the emperor's side so now vader's got to stop that <laughs> he's like oh no 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 no! i'm not gonna let my my son my son take over my place next to you and then his his head must ex have exploded when he found out that his son he had a sister he had a he has a daughter good man this whole this whole epic story, what a great Father's Day <laughs> surprise for us to find out that the father is really the most important part of this entire thing. It's, it's, it's family. A, it's it's all family. Good, it's been a good storytelling, you know, um, daddy issues. <laughs> every, good, every good hero has one. Hundred <laughs> percent. I mean, you you. I mean. DP, you got a you got a son, right? So yep. it that relationship the issues between, coming too, you know. You you see it, you see, and <laughs> the, the struggle, the struggle is <laughs> ultimate between you and your son. Yeah, you, and your, you and your daughter is probably like pretty smooth, you know. Oh, yeah, I mean, yeah, yeah. She she knows how to, you know, she knows how to work me, you know. Right. 
the the, the, the sun back. <laughs> you know, that's totally, <sighs> that's yeah. a totally different thing, you know. Yeah. And I see it every day. So yeah. that to me, that it gets me when they build on that in these stories. When I see that relationship, and I got to call out Owen Lars, like real quick, Father of the Year, protecting this boy. Right. I mean. Him and his wife stood up against a, a, an inquisitor, like a Sith Lord, as far as they were concerned. Pretty much beat her. I mean, right? Yeah. For, yeah. For, it was for mortals to come up like, with, with that amount of strength and energy. I mean, that's... you. you well, that, well, that's a good thing about the B-plot, because you see it from their perspective. They're doing a lot to protect uh, the child that they... they, that they um, that they received that they didn't they they weren't burnt you know they were they they didn't conceive like the child and everything you know they were handed you know luke you know and were you know a sign to protect them so if you want to look at that from that perspective it was a great way for them to for us to look at how they were protecting and we got to see a lot of interaction with you know um owen and you know his wife and everything and you know um that i guess that redemption of him so i can appreciate the 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 part of that plot you know, for, um, for, you know, in this particular episode there. And maybe it built that back a little bit. Maybe, maybe it redeemed that B plot a little bit when we saw this yeah. conflict, maybe you got to strip everything down, break everybody apart before you can really see the story, really see what's going on. The emotions. I mean, even when Reva says to him, you love this boy, like he's your own. And what did Owen say? He is my own. Right. Right. Like right. he took ownership and he said, yeah, this, this kid is mine and you aren't touching him. And right. But, you know, and, and his hit springs is full circle. And, and you guys rightly say this when we talk about these storylines of reality, right? You know, look at the Jedi and how bad they really are now portrayed even more. They are, these are militarized children, right? In a sense, they're taken from their families. So she essentially has, she's going through PTSD, right? Which is a real thing. Mm -hmm. She's suffering. And she's never had a father figure because her children trained to be soldiers, essentially, right? So at the, her final payoff is you see her finding out that this Force-sensitive child or whatever this child has somebody who cares for her. So then her mind breaks because she essentially hasn't had that. She hasn't had a father, right? Yeah. These Jedi younglings never had, a, as we talk about the story of parenting. That's good, man. So That's that, good. You know, yeah. they break the last episode to make her interesting, to make yeah, that right. Part. So everything but, about heard but this it, episode it, was interesting but as we see these stories you know in this felony verse this really makes a jedi out to really be worse than the sith if you think about it like did we talk about that before <laughs> we have, right i mean this we'll, we'll say we'll say this look at, say it, this, look at yeah. i just disagree with you guys because the problem is you know the problem is if you're force sensitive and you don't deal with it it's an issue and it makes you a target. So, right. and we've seen that play out with 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 Grogu and Mandalorian, and with Luke Skywalker. Now, you don't train them; it's dangerous right. because people will find them. Because when you use the Force, other Force users could feel it. It's like like a like I don't yeah. know, like a magnetism or something. You know what I mean? Mm -hmm. Like you can you can feel it but not see it. So the Jedi are preparing these these children to be used in a way that's helpful for society, that doesn't you know result in their deaths or or some primitive place thinking that these jedi are witches that go as right. against some sort of pre you know pre-galactic you know local religion yeah for some reason they think that that's more important than you know uh something else and the next thing you know is these kids are in dire straits so i guess i'm just less critical of how the jedi you know are with the kids i i think well, that we could have seen more flashbacks there and see yeah. more more of the Jedi being arrogant, and then I would believe yeah. you. But here we only see a Sith murder a bunch of kids, and then you're trying to pin that on the Jedi? That's crap. It's trash. Well, well, then even a Jedi yeah. that did it, blue lightsaber or not. Right. Well, it wasn't well, murder at the time. It no. was a it was a directive. Yeah. <laughs> it, was it wasn't it had nothing to do with murder. There was no emotion behind it. Like murder, by its definition, has emotion behind it. I mean, there's a there's a motivation. Anakin was just following orders. He was just following. So were the clone troopers. There was no. Okay, so so I, I guess it, well, I, it's your perspective definition when 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 soldiers go to war and they kill um you know um 
other, you know, their enemies or whatever, is that considered murder or they're just following directives, you know? They're, from they're just following directives. Of, it's not murder. The perspective of it can the, be murder. What if they don't know you're coming? Exactly. You know, from the perspective of the, the person that they're trying to kill, you know, they're essentially, you know, murdering. You know, they're they're I mean, if you if you come if, if you you could come at it from anything in life could be looked at it from a perspective. Right. That's the that's the great thing about choice. That's, that's the joy of life. About, yeah. You know, um, you know, just just looking at things and stuff. But I mean, you, you call a spade a spade. It is what it is and everything. You know, if, yeah. like as Hitch said, if they don't know that you're coming and you're done, you know, somebody gave a directive to kill somebody. You still have that choice to do it or not. You know, yeah. um, you're not a robot. You know, well, I mean, I guess if you look at the um, the, the the clones and everything, they were they did have a they chip. They were robots. Anakin and the clones is Anakin was given a choice. Yeah. And he chose to do it anyway to do it that's what that's what killed anakin and brought darth vader about i mean hitch to to your point though i think my my whole part that brings the jedi in this this negative outlook is when we talk about the story of star wars and family right so i understand what you're saying but so you know the council right there were adult jedis there they weren't nurturing these children other than basically making them soldiers they were training them right i understand you want to grab forces of children but there were no like you know, yeah, the, the the temple guards. There were people that should have been like caring for these children as they are still children coming through the force, right? You know, I, I would just consider this to be a lot more like to me. It seems like you know these countries who train children to be athletes to go to Olympics at twelve, right? There should have been some kind of like parental care, some emotion attached to it. Now, and when I say the Jedi, it's really like the Coruscant Council. Think, look how they treated Anakin. Look how Mace Windu talked to him, like. The arrogance to them, so you know what I mean. That's where I think my part with the whole Jedi is painted, you know, in a worse light. It's just maybe they could. I mean, in, in hindsight, so, obviously, so was Jedi actually taking and kidnapping four sensitive, some four sensitive children from their parents without permission um, from like the parents. Yes, of course. It's on. It's in the game. The the uh, what was that? Fallen Order. Cal Kessis is like drug from his like brother. Mm -hmm. Like they like drug him out of the house. Like you're coming with us. And his brother's like, why? And they basically like, don't tell him that you're not force sensitive. So it's That's known that they crap, man. <laughs> Those Jedi are going to be doing comeuppance. Yeah. Mm. Interesting. We'll Interesting. see what happens to them. So, 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 so everybody is not pure good. Everybody's not pure evil, huh? You know, well, that's no, why the great. That's why gray in the, in that, the, that, well, that's, yeah. that we're playing in the gray now. Yeah, that's right. it's a little bit, little bit of both. And that's why the gray ones are the strong ones. Yeah, it does show where you can't go all the way right, all the way left. You gotta be a little bit balanced. Right. And what does balance mean? What does balance mean? Balance of the force. That was what was that Anakin was supposed to bring balance to the force. So here he is. He. He was born from the midichlorians uh, to Shimi, uh, raised, trained by Obi-Wan, fell to the dark side, didn't bring balance to the Force, or did he? Was his was Order 66 the balance? Like, was it supposed to happen that way? You know? I mean, yes, it was supposed to happen because it to happen to set up this to lead to Luke Skywalker bringing balance to the force later down the line. Yeah, so, I, mean, I mean, if you look at it from a life perspective, things happen for a reason or, they, or I mean, you, you, you set up all, off a chain of events to happen in order for a certain event and thing to happen. You know, mm -hmm. you can't have like, you know, Anakin, I'm sorry. Luke saving the galaxy or bringing balance to the force without Order sixty six and all that stuff happening. Mm -hmm. I mean, you, it, it it. And I mean, Reva was just a just a victim. Yeah, a, a victim in the whole thing. She yeah. she took it, she took it her way. She decided to to sort of get confused. I mean, basically, she we're all saying that she was confused. I, I, I say she chose yeah. for confusion. You know. Yeah. Yeah, you could rev you could revel, Reva. You could revel in your confusion. And she chose to be angry as she was instead of actually, you know, doing a little bit more investigation. And yeah, and she she presented her anger at multiple targets. You know, she was angry at Kenobi, and then she was angry at Anakin, and then she was angry at Darth Vader, and she didn't have the internal strength to focus that anger into one one place. 
you know, into one person. And she, she was broke. all over the place. She broke. She broke. And it wasn't until the end that she saw that maybe she was doing it to herself. Yeah. You know, there was a situation and she sort of made the wrong decision yeah. because she was what, 10, 9? Yeah. yeah. Renee's throw her <laughs> I still say throw it. I still say don't hold that grenade. Throw that grenade. I would hold it, but that's just me. I mean, <laughs> you, throw it, you got a chance. Based on her force abilities, you should have threw it back at her. Like just like she can stop a ship shooting a machine gun blaster bolts at her with her lightsaber, but she can't top just uh, stop two single action sh- uh, rifles. Right, okay. single act. Those were great weapons, right? Okay. When Peru pulled okay. those out of the wall, they were like, they were flintlock blasters from the Civil yeah. War. She's like, "Here, take yeah. these." Okay. Yeah, we we'll got these out of the armory at Martin's Ferry. Exactly. <laughs> that up though, in, um, and and you know, in in Tatooine, I mean, it never rains in Southern, you know, um, Tatooine. <laughs> never. Tatooine. I mean, they got like outside, you know, lounge stuff. You know, I mean, this just the way their house is built is just interesting. And, and they got potted plants that can actually stop Sith. <laughs> right. Owen is kicking these like marigold, uh, plastic. <laughs> Planter boxes at her, and she's like, Yeah, we know he's taking like those are like clay pots, those are heavy. I mean, he got a strong, he got he must have the foot in the, the force in his foot. <laughs> I, ain't, I ain't cooking over, I ain't no kicking over no porcelain pot full of soil in a plant. Mm-hmm. And a somebody. bunch of tulips. I mean, she right? was getting like devastated by those flowers. It was like, Wow, this is great. <laughs> oh, and they made it seem like. Here. If they had made it seem like you know she really didn't want to do this and was all apathetic about it, it would have made it. It would have made it so much better. She was just like, Ugh, and they kept like throwing those pots and like plants, like doing the Home Alone pranks on her, like she's stepping on a nail. And she's just like, oh, I don't want to do this. And she's you're calling her Marv. <laughs> yeah, she's Marv in this in this, and that's yeah. that's I think where the win is on this show is right. if we have a um, if we have just some slapstick comedy right in the middle of of a chase. Uh-huh. <laughs> And, and there was like at the end the the homage, all the throwbacks, the the music, uh, you know, Obi Wan talking to Leia, and then Obi Wan meeting Luke. I mean, there was all kind of connections and tie ups, and I kind of forgot about Reva. I, mean, I kind of kind of forgot about all that because the end right. was so good. I mean, the last ten minutes of this episode was legit, like probably great start, just like. You know, the end of any of the Star Wars movies, you know, the way they tie things up and have things happening in different places and putting the characters to bed, like making, you know, getting everything to rest. Um, Great stuff. Yeah, it was, you know, I mean, that battle was really it for me, though. I mean, just to see, I mean, and think about it, I'm like how fast they were like the duel i mean that was that was really the episode to me was the duel like that's all i cared about and to see how like quick they were moving i mean these are agile actors right this is they're quick they're young and these are really them at the peak i guess of their powers based on their age at the same time i mean the battle was epic you know we see different force abilities you know, even the stuff that Obi Wan did—that's kind of like dark sidest. You know, you, you don't see Jedi really force crush, and he's breaking his electronics. So you kind of seen that that anger in him, but that kind of that little bit of that that little bit of Qui Gon in him. You know, sometimes you have to harness a little bit of the dark, right, with the light. So I, the battle was cool for him to hold the stones up to see other force abilities. That whole that whole exchange, I mean, was like. And honestly, the whole fight reminded me of Rebels. Just like the helmet slash, that was like Filoni was like, I'm going to put that Rebels battle into this and let's, let's see it on the real screen. And that's why I think it, it resonated with me because I like that battle in Rebels so much uh, between him and Ahsoka that that was just like, man, this is this is cool. And to see it in live action, we, I mean, we talk about every episode, how this episode looks. If you watch this in a dark room, like, man, this looks this looks good. This is, looks like an, like you would be in a theater, as DP says. The way this episode is, the lighting of it, you know, it just it, it, it to me that was meant to be like in in a theater. I feel like the volume also really came of age when in this series, what we're seeing them do with, you know, where I can't tell how much is real, 
Like I know that I can tell that there are scenes where like he's walking into ships that I know there's no ship there and he's just walking straight back. You know what I mean? Yeah. And they're just they're they're putting the ship there and moving the camera and everything in, in concert. Yeah. Like you can tell they're doing it. And and I thought that has really made it so that you can have a show like this where you know you could shoot it. And let's not forget that this production was like 2021. Mm-hmm. Not a great, not a great year for you know, big casts and a lot of outdoorsy stuff and a lot of complicated, you know, the logistics were not exactly easy in 2021 when it comes to, you know, physical health safety. So hopefully we, some of this is a result of, you know, we can get more grandeur and scale as we, you know, get back to normal economically and, you know, if they decide to give Reva a video game or something, I'm down for that. I, I would want to see, I want to see more filler there. I want to see more, yeah. more color. So, you know, I want to see give more. Her, give, her, give her a comic or whatever, you know, write a write a novel. I mean, that's essentially what they do with some of these, you know, extra characters and everything. Yeah. I mean, the the estimated budget, you know, on the uh, on the Kenobi series for each episode, each six were around $20 million. So, I mean, that's that's decent. But keep in mind, a lot of that goes, that's overall, including actor salaries and whatnot. So, yeah, I mean, still, that's that's good money on, on a limited series for them to be able to put that up. That's impressive. Yeah. That's impressive. I'm ready to move on. Right. <laughs> a couple months, right? What is it? Um, we have Andor sure. coming. So, yeah. Andor. Well, that, I mean, that's that's similar timeline. So, we're still not moving on yet, but... We'll move on well, to the, when, 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 I say, when I say move on, Andor is a character we've we we that's not a legacy character. This whole situation with Andor is right. new, you know. Yeah, so yeah, it's that time yeah, period, new. but it's new. Yeah. When when's that drop? Uh, I think like the end of August. Yeah, August. Yeah. So what what do we have coming up in the next couple of weeks? Nothing. Uh, we got the comics. We're going to be getting back into the comic stuff. Okay. Segue there, um, Lars. You know, <laughs> Darth. Yeah, back to hoopla. And I and I got a hand. I got to give props to to Baru too. Baru, hidden, came out of nowhere and gave Reva the SmackDown too. I mean, what a great way to build these characters up. So I, w- I definitely want to see more of them. So. Season two, Obi Wan Kenobi. Sign it up. Just do it. I mean, come and on. they got so lucky when they cast Joel Edgerton. And you shouldn't even say lucky, because I think that you know time has really borne out a lot of the casting choices of George Lucas as being very correct. I think Jimmy Smith is excellent as Bill Organa here. I think <laughs> you know Hayden Christensen. If if anybody thought his performances were lacking in the prequels, I think that he's redeemed them here. I oh, mean, just for really, sure. Uh, yeah, act, yeah, for yeah, sure. Definitely. I mean, like I said, if you if you're gonna do Vader again, if you're gonna do a series, I mean that's mm, but put him back on a big screen. Yeah, seven five, you call him up. Christensen and you know, you one know. thing one thing I love about this is that it proves some it proved me right, and that's I always love being proven right. Uh, when, I, when I said that these characters could function in a better story and it would be much more interesting, I think seeing Anakin and Obi Wan even in the flashback being in this story with better dialogue that's less wooden, uh, it 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 makes it run. And I think the characters are good. And, you know, if they decide to to have Vader cameo again and they want it to be Christensen, I'd be very happy to hear that. Mm-hmm. Uh, it's almost, the, the you know, the, the the name brand, you know, Star Wars is kind of what you get when you have, you know, Ewan and uh, Hayden and, you know, back before, you know, when Carrie Fisher was in it. You know, it's name brand. It's not a knockoff. It's going to be real A+. plus. You know, it's got Tony the Tiger instead of, you know, uh, Tommy the Tommy the Lion, you know what I mean? It's it's, it's the good stuff, right? And get James L. Jones to start saying words like he needs to say hey, every word with, with artificial intelligence. Artificial intelligence. This is the crazy thing with artificial intelligence. That's going to become less and less of an issue, especially because I'm sure they've been doing that, and I'm yeah. sure that there is plenty of of ink governing how that's how that will work on the unfortunate day that we have to do without Mr. Jones's wonderful performance. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, but yeah, guys, as um, as we've all said here, so this coming week, uh, we we're only doing NCFS. So uh, as DP said, make sure you guys are tuning into other platforms. That will be this coming week, our only episode, and then we will be returning with the Vader comics. And um, what we like, to, what we'll do also for you guys who are new, which if you're new, please smash a like and subscribe. 
Um, before we jump into the comics, I'd like to do a basically we're going to do a season review. So we'll do a quick season review of this whole va- of this whole Obi Wan series. I like to have done it with the uh, Boba Fett. We didn't do that, but it's something I think that would be nice okay. for us to spend maybe ten or fifteen minutes and just doing a basically an overall view of the series as a whole. It'll give everybody some time who are new who haven't watched it to come on board to watch all six episodes and for us to really sit back. If somebody want to rewatch it, I know I will. And give you your whole finality, you know, your whole finite idea of what it was you've seen and what you thought about it. So, yeah, we'll do a quick review before we review, get dump into the comics. It'll be, what, 6 to 12? Finished off season 1 of the comics, right, DP? Yeah, yeah. yeah uh, so, yeah. 7 to 12 maybe, yeah. But, yeah, we'll finish off the first um, set of the uh, Vader comics. And we'll continue to give you guys content. So as we said time and time again, please tune into our platforms. Interact with us online as you'll find all of us on there. And until next time we see you guys, this is the way. This is the way. Okay, now it's the way. <laughs>